Bismillah, salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah, nabina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa man walah, inna alhamdulillah, nahmaduhu wa nasta'ainuhu wa nastaghfiru wa na'udhu billahi min shurur anfusina wa min sayyat a'malina, man yahdihillahu fahuwa al-muhtad wa man yudlil falahadiya lah, wa ashadu an la ilaha illa Allah wahdahu la sharika lah, wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluhu, Allahumma alimna ma yanfa'una wa anfa'na bima alamtana wa zidna ilman, inshallah bidnillah we are continuing with Ad-Durus Al-Muhimmah the important lessons for every Muslim and in the last couple of weeks we've been taking the topic of At-Tahdir Min shirk Wal Ma'asi warning against shirk and some of the major sins and we mentioned the hadith of Al-Mubiqat the hadith of Abu Huraira of the seven destructive sins and then we explained some other of the major sins and inshallah this lesson we'll be completing this topic and next week we'll be starting a new topic inshallah قال رحمه الله والغيبة that from the major sins is الغيبة or backbiting والغيبة عرفها النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم في الحديث بقوله ذكرك أخاك بما يكره that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he identified and he explained what الغيبة was in the hadith he said ذكرك أخاك بما يكره saying something about your brother which he dislikes this is الغيبة وقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القرآن ولا يغتب بعضكم بعضا أيحب أحدكم أن يأكل لحم أخيه ميتا فكرهتمو that Allah سبحانه وتعالى he says in سورة الحجرات ولا يغتب بعضكم بعضا it's a prohibition it's a clear prohibition ولا يغتب بعضكم do not backbite one another. Do not backbite one another. And then he gave an example. Would any of you like to eat the flesh of their dead brother? Their brother is dead and you eat their flesh. You would despise that. Similarly, you should despise backbiting. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he compared backbiting a person to eating their flesh while they are dead. وَالْعِيَاذُ بِاللَّهِ تِبْيَانًا لِشَنَاعَةِ الْغِيبَةِ وَعِظَمِ خُطُورَتِهَا To show the repulsiveness of backbiting and the danger of backbiting as well. وَأَنَّهَا مِنَ الْأَذَى لِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ And that it harms the believing men and women. كَمَا قَالَ سُبْحَانَهُ وَتَعَالَى وَالَّذِينَ يُؤْذُونَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ بِغَيْرِ مَكْتَسَبُ فَقَدْ احْتَمَلُوا بُهْتَانًا وَإِثْمًا مُبِينًا That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says in Surah Al-Ahzab, and those who harm the believing men and the believing women with something that they did not do they have committed and they have committed slander and a clear and blatant sin it is obligatory upon a Muslim that they beware of harming their Muslim brothers and their Muslim sisters whatever the harm may be whether it is with ghiba or with other than ghiba. وقد جاء في كتاب الأدب المفرد للإمام البخاري بسند صحيح عن عائشة رضي الله عنها. The عائشة رضي الله عنها she narrates in an authentic hadith which is found in the book of الأدب المفرد للإمام البخاري أنه قيل للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يا رسول الله إن فلانة تقوم الليل وتصوم النهار وتفعل وتصدق وتؤذي جيرانها بلسانها فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا خير فيها هي من أهل النار. was said to the Prophet ﷺ that such and such lady تقوم الليل 
She prays the night prayer. She prays tahajjud every night. النهار, and she fasts during the day. وتفعل, she has many good deeds. And she gives in charity. بلسانها, but she harms her neighbors with her tongue. Maybe she backbites, maybe she slanders, whatever it may be. For the Prophet وسلم, he said, لا خير فيها. There is no good in her. هي من أهل النار. She is from the people of the hellfire. وقيل له فلانة تصلي المكتوبة وتصدق بأوثار. ولا تؤذي أحدا فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم هي من أهل الجنة and it was said to him صلى الله عليه وسلم another woman تصلي المكتوبة she prays the obligatory salat upon her five daily salat وتصدق بأوثار الأوثار is like hard cheese يعني something which is not very valuable she gives صدقة with something which is not valuable cheese in this regard يعني it's something little that she gives ولا تؤذي أحدا and she doesn't harm anyone فَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ هِيَ مِنْ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ He said that she is from the people of Jannah. فَإِذَا النَّاسِ بِاللِّسَانِ Harming people with your tongue غِيبَةً وَنَمِيمَةً وَسُخْرِيَةً وَاسْتِهْزَاءً Whether it is backbiting them or slandering them or making fun of them or belittling them with your tongue هذا من الموبقات والمهلكات العظيمة. This is from the great sins and from the destructive sins, which, as the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم just said, it necessitates the hellfire. قال رحمه الله والنميمة. Another of these major sins is النميمة or slandering. وهي القالة بين الناس. As the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he described it, he said هي القالة بين الناس. It is to spread news which causes friction between people. بنقل الكلام من شخص إلى آخر على وجه الإفساد بينهما that they carry the news of one person to another person for the sole sake of causing يعني animosity and hatred between them والنمام من المفسدين في الأرض the one who carries the namima from one person to another these are from the مفسدين في الأرض the ones who cause corruption on the earth بل قال بعض السلف وهو يحيى بن أبي كثير اليمام رحمه الله يفسد النمام في ساعة ما لا يفسده الساحر في that Yahya ibn Abi Kathir al-Yamami, one of the Salaf, he said that the Namam will cause fasad, he will cause corruption in one hour, what the Sahir cannot cause in one month. Yani that will cause more corruption in one hour than a Sahir will cause in one month. That it is the biggest danger in a community. Because it corrupts the community And it spreads animosity between people And if there was love in the community And ta'aluf and togetherness in the community It causes hatred And it causes people to يعني, dislike one another And causes friction and division between them This is why the sharia came forbidding it بل قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يدخل الجنة قتات والقتات هو النمام that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said لا يدخل الجنة قتات that the قتات will not enter Jannah who is the قتات he is the نمام the one who walks around slandering people قال رحمه الله وغير ذلك مما نهى الله عنه أو رسوله and other sins which Allah سبحانه وتعالى and his messenger have forbidden وهذا فيه التنبيه إلى أن ما ذكره الشيخ رحمه الله ليس على وجه الحصر يعني this last statement of the sheikh he ended this درس by saying this statement it shows that what he has mentioned before is not an exhaustive list of major sins it is not an exhaustive list of major sins وإنما هو إشارة مختصرة تنبيها على جملة من الكبائر it is a small example of some of the major sins وأن الواجب على المسلم أن يكون على معرفة بها 
وبخطورتها and that it is obligatory upon a Muslim that they know the major sins they know what they are and they know their danger why ليحذر هو في نفسه منها so that they themselves can avoid it وليحذر منها الآخرين and so that they warn others as well to avoid it as well من أهل وولد وجيران وأصدقاء وغيرهم يعني you warn your family first and you warn your children and then you warn your neighbors and then you warn your friends and then your acquaintances from these major sins so that they also do not fall in them and we'll stop here inshallah and next week we'll be starting a new topic we'll be going back to some fiqh and the topic will be تجهيز الميت والصلاة عليه ودفنه preparing the dead person's body and praying over them and burying them. Inshallah, this is the topic that we'll be starting next week, inshallah. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdika. Ashadu an la ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu alaik wa jazakumullahu khairan.